Hello guys, welcome back to Do We Know Them? AKA, we're reacting to yet another Deaf Noodles video. We should just name the podcast Deaf Noodles. Honestly, it, it feels, well, first of all, hi, I'm Lily Marston. This is Jesse Smiles. I'm Jesse Smiles. Um, hi. Guys, listen, I know a lot of you are tired of this topic, but it's the same thing I told my husband. He told me maybe we should give it, you know, some time. We've, we've put out a lot of Deaf Noodles videos and that's honestly pretty valid. Except, guys, this is an internet show and this is what's happening on the internet. We're trying to be top that was the whole point. And if we don't talk about this, I feel like it would be a disservice. I have to say right now, if it was just Deaf Noodles getting back up on stage, bombing per usual, we would not do this video because it's like, okay, there's only so many times we can say he's not funny, but that's not what this video is gonna be. This is what happens is we keep going in the same like cycle of every other episode where it's like, he does something that absolutely warrants a full video. And like, it's totally understandable that we're talking about it. And then maybe he does some stuff that is isn't necessarily like, we need to discuss this, but it is just so cringy and it's like, we need to discuss this. And then we get to the point of feeling almost bad because we're like, are we just being mean? And then he goes back to the first one and he does something really deserving of some criticism. Yeah, it's honestly an exhausting cycle. And like when we get ready to post a video, so when you're watching this, we haven't even posted our episode that you saw before this, which mentions Deaf Noodles and the whole Kavos thing. And we haven't even posted that. And here we are again, because now we have to make a whole video because he did the fucking roast reacts. But hear me out. What do you guys think about this? Okay, we're just spitballing here. We were thinking of maybe uh. doing a live stream this Friday of the third Deaf Noodles roast. So it doesn't have to be a whole video. It doesn't have to be edited or anything like that that but some people were like hey like it would be awesome if you guys did that and I kind of think so too are we like equipped for that type of thing hi um as you can see we are dressed in different outfits we are filming on a different day because the ghost of Dennis haunted us and we had technical difficulties and now we have to refilm a lot of this fucking video but hi we're here I just want to say really quick we actually cannot live stream this Friday because update Dennis has rescheduled the roast for September 16th I think it is so let us know if you He's want us to live stream schedule it. yeah he, he has no regard for our time but uh anyway Anyway, carry on. Here's the thing. First of all, yes, I'm all about it because I thought that our text conversation alone was like the most entertaining Part of hour it. and a half I've had this week. Yeah, same. But um, I can't like pre-edit us into the same room. It's We're not on that level of technology. Right. So um, it won't look as nice, but we could do it, yeah. I think. I mean, you know, if Deaf Noodles can figure it out, I feel like we probably could. <laughs> Let us know if that's something you guys want. But anyway, here we are, guys. We gather here today. We were in a group chat for the Deaf Noodles um, roast with Olivia from H3. What is our life? Can I get around for applause? Like the three best friends that anyway. Guys, that gave me so much life. Anyway, we called it the Deaf Noodles support group because that's what I feel like this is at this point. It's just us just supporting each other through the cringe, through all of this madness. Yeah, and not to mention, it's because all of us did at one point maybe we didn't watch him for his comedy but we all did watch him in a not negative way if you would have told me i was gonna be here a year ago i would have been like no i would never dislike duff noodles that much like i don't i would never that's what's so funny about the launch of our show because the first episode was when i had the realization i think that i wasn't really a fan. It wasn't even that I wasn't a fan. It was that I started to notice some red flags, you might say. Since then, all of these red flags have not only been waved, but um, set on fire. Whatever you think it is, if you haven't seen the roast, it's worse than that. So let's just get into it. Yeah, you might be like, oh, you already reacted to the last one. What possibly could happen this time? So much. I don't even know how to start it off because there's befores, there's afters, there's lore, there's things we need to explain. That's the thing. There's so much nuance to this story. But um, I would say 
in general that the last one was really based around just it wasn't funny and it was cringy. Right. This one goes more into the territory of alarming dangerous. and dangerous and uh, basically checking all the boxes that I had addressed uh, when he first mentioned that he had a comedy club, which is not a real comedy club. It's his office. Oh, my God. Breaking. Uh, I know where I want to start. And it's not with the roast. We have to announce the breaking news that Tiana has quit the Deaf Noodles Corporation business. Not only has she quit, but then she went public in exposing She is spilling the beans. beans. A crazy quote. Uh, just play the clip. Yeah, I quit my job because um, I'll make a story time about it. But my boss is like kind of like crazy and it was just not a good work environment. This is giving me life. I know I've been hating on my girl Tiana for being mad awkward on camera, but honestly, I'm a fan. I feel like we were less hating on her and more just hating on the skit. Yeah, itself, it wasn't hating which on I her. I don't feel like she was responsible for. We were kind of like, girl, get out while you can. She obviously did not want to be there and it was so obvious and that's what was so uncomfortable. Like, it got worse. So like in the Burning Man clip, he would ask her questions. And at that point, she was giving him like one word answers. Like she wasn't engaging at all. Like in, during the Ace Fest, she was trying to engage. But did you watch? He's gone to so many things now. Um, <laughs> Collecticon, whatever the Ninja Turtles yeah. thing Collecticon. was that yeah. he went to. That was when I first noticed that she was being real short with her off-camera yeah. banter that he was mm -hmm. trying to get from her and just seemed kind of annoyed. And he seemed like he was kind of like, Tiana, why aren't you saying anything? Then, not to say that we're psychic again, but literally look at these text messages from whenever, a week ago, whenever that Burning Man video went up. You guys, when I watched this video, I don't know how long the video was, probably 20 minutes. The first five, I think, are him explaining that they're literally driving in the middle of the desert where the GPS is going in and out. They're, they're not on a road. You don't go to Burning Man without knowing what the fuck Burning Man is. He put in like Black Rock Desert and started driving. Like he didn't do any research. They didn't even have a tent or anything to sleep in. He said they slept in the car. You and your female employee that looks like she's in her mid 20s slept in your car and you're her boss. Imagine you go through all of that with your boss and then like the content you produce and that comes out of it is that it's fucking shit. video. It's like, what the fuck am I even doing here? So Tiana said, forget it. I am out. And then I don't know where she posted that live, but it was posted on Twitter and she she's ready to speak out. So Tiana girl, I'm here when your story time launches we're gonna we'll, we'll cover it and i feel like he's even made jokes about people saying that his lack of professionalism is a problem and he's like what do you mean professionalism it's the internet blah, blah. for someone that goes off about his five businesses which i'm really curious what the five break down into by the way i have never seen someone just ignoring all laws and rules well the thing is he wants to be a businessman but he doesn't want to adhere to the way that business None. is done <laughs> and you could be a cool boss you can be all this and that but when you have employees like you need to behave in a certain way and this video we're gonna get into the roast now because we'll be here for 85 years but when you see what happens in this roast or whatever the fuck we're gonna call this at this point you're gonna see that like this is not a businessman this is a man who has zero control over the things that are happening and he is putting every single person he encounters at this point in danger and I'm glad Tiana got out like all jokes aside I'm really glad that she left and I think more people are going to and eventually he'll end up like super alone and be like oopsie I wouldn't be surprised if he ended up in legal trouble like, I don't Oh, think 100%. It's such a weird road to the actual night of the show. I would say it started from all the way back to when he would post on Twitter that he wanted people to pull up or shut up. Do you guys remember that? The we played the goal clip. of this road. Yeah, that's literally, he said, if you hate me on the internet, all you people uh -huh. talking shit, pull up 
or shut the fuck up. So that premise already toxic as fuck, obviously inviting people that are weird to come. And we've already Mm -hmm. talked about the dangers of that. So then we fast forward to meet this individual named Salvo Pancakes. And holy shit, you guys, I've seen so many people covering this situation with Salvo. And I don't think people know who this guy is. I don't really know who this guy is. I didn't know who he was before this, but it takes very little research to understand that this guy, I'm like scared to even say it, like he's like out of his fucking mind. Like he's not well. Well, even just seeing his live stream of the roast and like how into it he was, it was weird. Like, yeah, we've made videos talking about it, but we don't like actually feel that like he seemed genuinely passionate about what made you feel like he was passionate Dap noodles lily was it when he burned the brazilian flag and said that he was gonna save the brazilian people and send dennis back to like the hut that he lived in like you know i actually missed that clip really looking forward to friday night where we can mano y mano own each other with wit cleverness charismatic and comedy i'm gonna make it my Friday night's mission and the rest of my life's mission to burn your brain from the inside out until you're on the ground screaming in peril till you wake up every morning screaming because you're burning from the inside. That's what I want to do to you, but not only to you, to your people down in Brazil. I'm going to liberate them. Brazilians need liberated. I'm going to liberate them. I'm going to burn them. Like I'm going to burn you. Shabo Pancakes will be seeing you Friday night. And I'm mean and I'm scary and I'm going to hurt you. Savo Pancakes. Oh shit, here we go. And by the way, by the way, Def Noodles, you're a pussy. Let's go. Yo, let's get some fires in the chat. You see this, Dennis? This is you. This is what you've become. Fuck Brazil and fuck you, Dennis Noodles. <sighs> He's like in with the commentary bros. Keemstar loves him, if that tells you everything you need to know. I don't want to instigate anything between me and Salvo because quite frankly, I don't want the guy to know my name. I don't want to be on his radar. He seems like a loose cannon and I want nothing to do with it. But this is like important to the story. I think generally, I don't agree with a lot of what Salvo did. We aren't like, yeah, Team Salvo, go get him. A lot of people are. But I think a lot of people are because they are only seeing snippets of it and they just hate Dennis so much now that it's like, yeah, anyone that wants to go after him, please. We're going to be more looking at it though through the lens of just like how Dennis gives the worst possible reaction to having someone like this, which we predicted originally when he announced this. The thing is that it's not just a one or the other story. There is like so much here that you need to know everything for this to make sense because the people that are just looking at it as like, oh my God, Dennis is such an asshole. Sure, Dennis is such an asshole. But what he's doing and how Salvo made it into that club is all part of the equation of this is really dangerous and what the fuck is he doing and where does he plan to go from here because someone's going to get hurt. This is the perfect example of manifesting of what we were talking about when we first heard that he was doing these roast battles. So this Salvo guy is a loose canon, like I said. If you click on Salvo's page, it takes about 2.5 seconds and like one milliliter of intuition to understand like never want to be around this guy. My point is that Dennis knew that this guy was crazy. I mean, at least if he did any research at all, he would have been able to find out he was crazy. Yeah. But he probably didn't because it's Dennis and he doesn't really do anything. I don't know which one is more concerning, him not doing the research or him having known who he was inviting. But the point is that he invited this Salvo Pancakes guy, a guy who Dennis has said has made a ton of videos about Dennis and has been obsessing over Dennis. So I think Dennis did know like this guy is crazy. But he said, you know what? If you want to fly to LA from Ohio, I think it is, sure. 
come on to my legendary stage. And then like two days before the roast even happened, this guy shows up to Los Angeles. He paid his own way and he got there and he rode a bird scooter to the front of Dennis's office and basically was like demanding like a tour of the office and being super weird. Here's the thing, it's play, let's play the clip. So, so this is him right here. You can see he's coming up on a scooter. All right, I'm outside Daff Noodles' place. I was invited. Hi, Daff. It's common courtesy to give your guests a tour. Can I have a tour of the club that I'll be performing at tomorrow? I'm performing tomorrow, Daff. I want the tour. You're being rude to your guests. They went very far to come here. Can I have the tour, Daff Noodles? I came traveling long journeys for the tour of your office that I'll be performing at. I was invited here. not defending him doing this because this is weird. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Mm -hmm. It's pretty clear to me he wasn't really intending on going inside. He was doing it just so he could get this video of him being there trying to yeah. quote unquote get inside. The minute he stops talking, he barely even is has stopped recording the video before he is back on that bird scooter to go back to his Airbnb. That's a good point. Yeah, he obviously just wanted the, the content out of it. I think it's still weird that he showed up, but I actually think it was weird on Dennis's part to make it a whole big thing the strangest reaction I've ever seen. Yeah, and he started saying, you know, my life has been threatened. He posted videos about it, podcasts about it. And when I was watching these videos, I was like, damn, that is weird for someone to like show up. Until I heard Dennis say that he was still gonna allow this guy to be a part of the comedy show. Mind you, he's talking about how crazy this guy is. How he has to hire extra security. Yeah, like, and I was like, oh yeah, hire extra security to not let him in. Mm -hmm. He's like, no, we're letting him in. We're letting him be a part of the show. I'm like, what? I have to assume he just feels like this weird sense of invincibility where nothing bad is gonna happen. Because again, this was my concern from day one. I was like, you're listing your address where you work every day publicly online and you think that that's not gonna be a problem? It becomes clear later on, and I swear we're gonna get into the show soon, but it becomes clear later on that Dennis understands that the trolls, quote unquote, are like 90% of the reason his roasts are even being talked about, even remotely, quote unquote, successful. Like that is what's bringing him the business. So he knows that if he wouldn't have allowed this Salvo guy in, there would have been like three people at the show. And we find that out very soon. So what ended up happening is that Salvo got like the majority of the tickets I would say like 20 out of 20 or 30 out of the 50 yeah. tickets sold he got them for himself so that means that the majority of the crowd were people on Salvo's side which made for a disaster and just the most uncomfortable encounters I've ever seen because also because Dennis has no control over the show whatsoever and like doesn't know what's going on because he's never put on an event before it's very obvious there's no like filter between the audience and the stage and I feel like his friends the comedians that he has on his roster were so confused as to why the crowd was being so weird but it was because Salvo had planted them all let's just get into the show because you guys just yeah. have to see it for yourself and we'll talk about it all as we go yeah the first nine minutes 
were this. And I'm sorry to the people just listening. I don't know quite how to describe this. Lily, how would you depict this? This looks like, you know that AI thing on TikTok that you can like put in a statement and it'll like bring up a random picture that kind of depicts that like right away. But it's like always a really shitty version of what you were thinking in your head. You know, I don't, but that's a much more recent example than what I was going to go with, which was, it looks like an old like Nickelodeon show from the 90s. It feels like something that was like a skit on all that or something. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what the fuck this is, but this was all you saw with no music for the first 10 minutes and pure silence. But, but, but Jesse in our text conversation acknowledged early on that he is terrible at marketing his events because he had told us a few times in all of the videos leading up where he was trying to sell tickets that this second roast would be starting promptly at 8 p.m. Well, um, as Jesse said, this played for nine minutes, but I don't even think that started. It did not. Until like 8.15. So before this started, we had to get our information from Salvo's live stream because he was live streaming which I will say, he might be crazy, but at least he had some production quality because he was able to live stream very high quality from his limo that he drove there, where he also had his security guard. Again, we had no idea where to even tune into. It was a disaster, okay? But the show finally- We're Clicking between all the live streams. Yeah, it was like, is this on Twitch? Is this on YouTube? I don't even know anymore. But all of a sudden the stream is up, granted dead quiet and all you're staring at is this graphic, but the stream is up. And so then the show finally begins. So the first thing it opens up to still in dead silence is this new audience shot. <laughs> we did say in the first one, in the first video we did on the roast that we really wish they had more shots, like maybe a shot of the audience, maybe a shot of this or that. Which he claimed he originally had planned for, that he had three cameras, but um, after just some unforeseen technical difficulties, aka lack of prep, only one of them worked. And this time we did get more angles, but... Uh, so what we can see here with our eyes um, for our listeners is a fire hazard. Um, so this is... Yes, that that is literally a textbook definition. Despite there, there is a fire extinguisher on the wall. Just imagine a fire breaking out in this room and you're the girl in the front with the black tank top. What are you going to do? Uh, and bless her heart, I think she's one of the only actual Deaf Noodles fans. <laughs> and also you see later on that the air conditioning, if they have any, doesn't seem to they be don't. working well. They don't. He, he's talking about it in his podcast they have no air okay so people get really sweaty really quick also especially when it's um 85 degrees in LA and there's an excessive heat warning this is a screenshot from my phone as the roast was happening and I live like 15 20 minutes away it must have smelled in that room that's all I'll say but okay so, then it begins <laughs> LA are you ready LA are you ready you can go oh my are God. you ready This is just the very beginning of a very, very uncomfortable energy. If I had been in this room, I would have vomited projectile style. I think this is when Dennis started realizing like, oh shit, what is going on? Because last time, no matter how unfunny things got, nobody booed. That's true, that's true. And now he's not, I don't even, I mean, we we can't say for sure because we only have this one camera angle right now, but I don't believe he's on stage. I believe this audio is coming from him. He's not on stage. Once it cuts to the stage, you'll see he's still not on stage. But before this, due to the Salvo's live stream, you saw that the entire time that they had been waiting, people started growing like really restless and Salvo kept going on the stage and getting people to yell, mm -hmm. fuck deaf noodles. And so that was like the preparation of all this. That was the buildup. Dennis was backstage hearing people say, fuck deaf noodles, knowing that Salvo was like causing a ruckus and he's still not on stage now, but he's about to come on stage. And I need you guys to keep your eyes peeled because what's about to go down 
is really bad. Hey, Corey, I don't think people are ready for us right now, bro. Hello, white people. Hello, hello, white people. Are y'all out there? Hello, white people. Are y'all out there? Can we get a response? Can we get at least a hey or a fuck you, deaf noodles, please? That was like directing his people. Yeah, he's literally telling them, don't you fucking dare respond. So he literally owns the place. Like he has, this is the thing. It's like, he might be insane. At least he can get shit done. Dennis literally is just the most incapable person I've ever seen. And then Salvo's like, and like people are just like in position. Miranda. Oh, did you guys hear Miranda? She's there. Don't worry. Also, she's wait, coming. I, this is unimportant, but I can't handle how Def is so incapable of like doing anything on his own and leading the crowd in any way that he always has to defer to one of his friends to be like, Steven, I don't think they're ready for this because he, God forbid, can't do it alone for his own comedy club. So this yeah. time it's like, Corey, Corey, come here. Why are you like interviewing people in the green room that we can't even see? Literally, Corey doesn't seem like he knows what's going on because he takes a few seconds to even respond. All right, bro. I guess I guess this crowd is a tough crowd, Miranda. Come here. What do you think about this shit? Are they watching the live stream? Did they? Wh what do you mean of this shit? The people are sitting waiting for you to go on stage. Why are you still backstage talking? I want to get the show started. It's not going to get started unless people make some get fucking- Let's just take note. People are drinking. Salvo had during his live stream, we even got a little view. And I believe he even asked the guy working because there's a little bar set up in the back and there was a guy working. And Shut I up. feel like Salvo was like, do you have a liquor license? Please. I want to get the show started. It's not going to get started unless people make some get fucking, fucking lit. Get fucking lit. <laughs> get lit? Is this 2012? Fuck them noodles. Fuck them noodles. Fuck them noodles. Fuck them noodles. I love also Salvo's just like aggressively vaping. Then we start to get to one of the most interesting aspects of the show, which is the audio begins to cut out and you have to tap into your inner you guys, Charlie Chaplin. watching a silent Because movie. half of this stream, yeah, literally half of the stream is a silent movie. All right, uh, okay, I guess, I guess they're ready. I guess they're fucking ready. <laughs> just cuts out. So we're watching this, right? This is all you can see. It's completely silent on the stream. Me and Lily are texting each other. Is it silent on your end? Are my AirPods broken? What's going on? We were I was very happy confused. we got it. We got another camera angle. I was like, ooh, multifaceted. We're getting a few angles this time, but no audio. But later on, I caught that this was all on purpose. Every time the audio cut out, it was intentional. All right. So, uh, can we just get, can we, uh, cut the music? Cut the music? Yeah, bring back the audio. Bring back, you brought it back? Great. So right there, Def lets us know that he's turning the audio on and off for the stream, which is super fucking weird. Cause I was like, man, these technical difficulties are out of control today. They but were purposeful. Know. And he basically, when things started going a little questionable or like he didn't really know it was about to happen, he muted the stream. So only the people there would be subjected to the chaos. And I don't know who was doing the muting, but it wasn't him because he was on stage. And therefore he assigned the muting to someone else and they were using that button a little too often. <laughs> I do have to applaud him. At least he got some help this time. So guys, I don't know how to say this, but 
<laughs> Mama, I made it. You guys, I've been I've been having some tough times saying, Dennis, why don't you put me in your roast battle on the projector when you're shouting out all these drama channels talking about you? But guys, alas, the day is here. So because there was no audio, I wasn't fully invested watching. But all of a sudden, I kind of like, I think we were texting and I glanced up at my TV and I was like, oh, holy shit. And I rewound really fast. And I'm like, oh my God, confirmed. That was absolutely her. And what I love- I could not believe it. It zoomed in. So I'm not in it. It's just you, which is the best because- No, you're in it in the beginning. Oh, am I? Yeah, it's like you and then it zooms oh, into me. Oh, I, I thought I wasn't in it at all. But I was going to say how hilariously ironic that I've the, been the one really like leading the, oh, not a deaf noodles fan. And then you're the one that gets like... Guys, I will give a $20 bounty to anyone that could find the clip of me with audio. I need to know what clip they used of me. But anyway, here it is. I bet you it's from the video that Stephen commented on. Here it is. Here it is. Here it is. You see, you can see yourself. Oh, what am I wearing? And then it zooms into me. Anyway, we can't spend too much time on this. This, but guys, as you can see, I have made it. I'm so excited. Thank you for the applause. Please let me just chime in with my biggest issue of the night, which is so insignificant, comparatively speaking, to all the dangerous things that were happening. But it just bugs the shit out of me because it's so indicative of Dennis as a person. Um, the only time they used this fucking projector, which was an issue in the last roast as well. You might remember that there was yep. some technical problems there. The only time they even use it in this one is just to play that video, which I'll remind you, no one at home could even hear. So he had this just grand hype video that was gonna play, Jesse <laughs> spewing her shit. And I'll uh, remind you that if you noticed while watching that, he couldn't even be bothered to make the video full screen. So not only are we watching it with no audio, we are watching it in like the media player, which we can still, like last time, see the dock of his computer. It's not even centered on the actual projector screen. Then the projector screen, once this grand video is done, starts rolling up. Guess what does not disappear for the entire fucking show? The computer screen. Literally the entire the fucking time. show. I, how did not a singular person realize? The whole time. Like, hey, just, I could see your desktop. Just turn it off. But anyway, sorry. <laughs> then, no, 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 very valid. Thank you for bringing uh -huh. it up. Um, so then you see Salvo, again, this is mute, but Salvo gets up on the stage, starts basically being like, look what time it is. <laughs> Deaf Noodle still hasn't gotten on stage. He's pissed. He's rallying people up, trying to get them to film again for his YouTube channel. Yeah. Here comes Deaf Noodles. Okay. Boom. I he fucking pushes him I off stage. Deaf Noodles pushes Salvo off stage without saying a word. Salvo didn't even know that he was coming up behind him. What? I honestly have to say right now, I didn't know that this happened in the beginning. I, I missed this. Same. So I think we would have talked about it in all our text if we had. No, we, we saw people fighting, but I didn't know what was happening. I didn't really know who started it. I thought that Salvo had even instigated it, but we saw the clip after from the audience perspective. Here it is. After seeing that, I thought it happened like at the end. Finding out that it happened before they, this is the first time these two men have ever been face to face. And you know what? They're not face to face because Dennis goes up behind him and shoves him. Dennis, where are your extra security people that you hired? Why are you 
going out and literally assaulting this man that you invited to come in Rosedale. Well, he justifies it and he says, you know, he's been very disruptive. He's been this, he's been that. To that I say, you knew that. You invited him. You want him here. And after the fact, we'll get into that, but just a little spoiler alert, he wants more situations like this. He is still telling people pull up or shut up. So you cannot stand here and be like, well, he was being disruptive. That warrants me assaulting him. It absolutely does not. I don't care how annoying he is, how crazy he is, whatever you want to say. I'm not even saying he doesn't deserve to get pushed. I think he's completely off his fucking rocker. But oh my God, you cannot just go up behind someone and push them when they didn't even see you coming. He wasn't even going towards he wasn't you. Even like, doing, what? He was literally having the crowd chant something. He wasn't even actually like saying anything to Dennis. Not to mention Dennis, who is so concerned about the safety of his patrons that have spent their money to come be here. You literally just shoved a fully grown man into your audience that is an overpacked room. And then even later, like to, I think yesterday, today, what, we're filming this on Sunday, he tweeted something about Salvo trying to incite a riot. Okay. The closest anyone came to inciting a riot would be shoving someone and starting a fight in a room where there's far too many people. I genuinely would love to know, genuinely, because he's explained his reasoning and thinking, you know, that this was justified, which is insane on its own. But I want to know what he actually thought was going to happen because either this guy's just going to start beating you up back. I'm surprised you'll see what happens, but like, that's not what happens. But that can't happen because he hides behind his friends after. He yeah, <laughs> yeah. Let's keep playing. But yeah, this is ridiculous. So it my favorite part is there's still no fucking audio. It's just chaos. It's salvo. This is where I really was like, oh my God, a silent movie. Cool. So Dennis is just screaming and acting like a fucking tough guy while also hiding behind Corey and the millions of people in between them. Salvo's obviously pissed. He just got shoved. He didn't even know it was fucking coming. This is the start of the show and there's no audio. Did you expect the people coming to your roast to roast you? These haters that are like trolling you, quote unquote, online. Did you expect them to come and be like, oh my God, hi, Dennis. Thanks for having me at your comedy club. Yeah, either you want this negativity there or you don't. You either want exactly. this type of energy there or you don't. This is the start. Jesus Christ. This is the start of people poking their head through that goddamn window. <laughs> I love it. I love it. You guys, the entire show, people in the green room, quote unquote, Dennis's like desk in the fucking back are poking their head through this black curtain window, trying to see what's happening on stage. And now they just, they literally like have no regard for the fact that this is supposed to be a show. They're just poking their head as if nobody could see them. I can see this you. This is the biggest shit show I've ever seen. Literally. I never understood the purpose of the window, but now I see a really big problem with it because apparently you can't even, you don't even have control over your guests. It is wide fucking open. Like, do, sir, do you think we can't see you? Okay, so we get into the actual roast because the majority of this is not a roast. The majority of the show is people screaming into the void. Sounds correct, yes. But there was like, I think one or two actual roasts that lasted like three minutes each. I mean, it was the same as the last roast where it's like... They they were just saying things like it wasn't anything as good as are you from Detroit but it, there was some you know it was just awkward Ooh, uh, one, death noodles. Oh shit, this shit's moving way too fast. I can't keep Ooh, up. Oh, the chat's moving too fast. Uh, anyway. Oh my god, wait, wait. Actually, did you see someone put a clip on Twitter? It's him doing that from like another angle. You can see that the chat's not moving Shut fast. Shut the at fuck all. up. All right, we gotta start moving <laughs> out the other people who uh, one, death noodles. Oh shit, this shit's moving way too fast. I can't keep up. 
It's very slow. Dennis, like, don't you do a teleprompter? Like, you have to be able to read faster than that. <laughs> it's not, like, it literally was, like, one new comment every, oh, like, minute. so fucking good. Oh, my God. So Miranda joins us. Um, happy to have her. Lily couldn't help but notice she seemed a bit ill. It wasn't even my, like, prejudice against Miranda. It no. was just like, oh, my God, is she okay? My prejudice against Miranda. <laughs> like, it wasn't trying to be mean. It was, like, genuine concern. Yeah. Like, kind of like when you thought maybe she had asthma. Right, right, um, right, right, yeah. I thought this time maybe, like, is she severely hungover or something? She, I've never seen someone look so pale and, like, confused to be there. And it's not like, you know, when people are like, you look tired. It's not like that. Like, she genuinely looks no. like she might have a fever. Then again, also, it's probably like 100 degrees in that building and she does have a sweatshirt on so that could be that's the it. culprit that's definitely it so then we move on to a weird ass part of the show the whole time people were heckling okay that's the entire show because it's all salvos people whatever but there was this one woman in particular that for some reason caught the attention the most and all of a sudden one of the comedians starts fighting with her on stage yeah wrong wrong breakfast food wrong breakfast food what I don't know what she said because they're not mic'd properly, <laughs> the audience. I can't hear any of them. You wish you could use the word slim in your nickname, you fat bitch. You better shut the fuck up. Looking what the like hell? A corpse that we pulled up off the river. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> People poking their head. <laughs> I can't. Who's he talking to? <laughs> Um, so obviously he just starts calling her fat because haha comedy. Then they bring her on stage because isn't this the whole That's spirit of the, the roast? You just, anybody could come up here except Salvos. Not to be like rude or anything. She's obviously not a performer because like she's just very awkward, her stage presence. And this the is body where, language is a little he, uncomfortable. Yeah, it's like, it's one of those people that is like the trolls online or even in person here in this case. But then like you confront them and they're just like, you know, it's very awkward to watch, which is why you don't just bring up random hecklers. Like any comedy club would kick them out if they were screaming that much that it was disrupting. Literally, Dennis and his friends say stuff like that in their podcasts afterwards. Mm -hmm. like, this would never happen in it. Yeah, because other comedy clubs actually function like comedy clubs <laughs> and not a fucking dumpster fire. Where are you from, Abby? My mom's vagina. We're not really going to hear her if you guys keep yelling. Yeah. It's like he's in a pre-K class. My mother's vagina. Nice. Hilarious. Hilarious. How long? How long? I'm sensory overload. I don't even. They're all talking at the same time. I know. But then now she literally she gets you can't a, understand anything that's happening. She gets a mic, and um, this is her big moment to do whatever the fuck she wants to do. Say what'd you get, mom spaghetti? She said, "What you got, mom spaghetti?" Eminem reference? Question mark. I, it doesn't even work. It doesn't. Though. But since half of the crowd is her people, they're like, "Yeah, they fuck cheer yeah. on." Yeah. It's so weird. So he's understandably confused. Yeah, I, it's like a fever dream. Is she high fiving people? Are you going to keep staring at me like, do you have problems? She is stuck in 2008. I literally cannot deal with what she just said. What? Do you have pro? I haven't heard that sentence since like I, between first Between her and then his like fat shaming, both of them need to leave. <laughs> 
immediately. The creepiest aspect of this is though Dennis watching in the background like <laughs> we have to just uh, flash forward to when Stephen in the podcast after this tells him like you shouldn't have even been hosting it like you shouldn't have even been there doing that. Thank and you. Dennis goes that like, is what I've said since day one. But Dennis is like, no, no, I have to host it. It's my show. He's so self-absorbed that he needs to be like the center of attention, even when it's like he shouldn't want to be because he just looks awkward. Yeah. Well, there's a million things too that like could have made this not so much a disaster. Something as simple as like letting Salvos, I know he's a, you know, he's a lunatic, but letting him into the green room, for example, making him feel like you're a part of the show, you go out when it's your time, would have avoided so much mess because he wouldn't have been able to be in the crowd like starting problems if Dennis wasn't hosting it or refereeing it or whatever he does at this point would have saved so much problems he just doesn't he, he doesn't do anything with common sense everything is hard that's the thing is like I'm just confused what Dennis thought was going to happen I don't know but I think he doesn't think farther than just like everyone's here to see me like true, true. whether they love me or hate me they're here to see me see me in my comedy yeah. not just see the dumpster fire erupt so I don't even I mean she just stays on stage very awkward encounters not even been worth dwelling on but then then everyone gets oh shirtless God. so at this point honestly about halfway through it just turns into a fever dream that you can't really pay attention to anymore yes but jesse and i are texting and we i guess got distracted by something we're not really paying attention and both of us look up at to our respective screens and are like texting um why are there shirtless men on the stage <laughs> Literally, it went from dumpster fire to uh, like Walmart version of Magic Mike. Dennis is looking backstage, of course, through the window to call more people on stage. I mean, just literally why? He looks backstage to get people and says, oh, he took off his shirt. And one of the comedians comes out and had just taken off his shirt with no context. I mean, it was hot. That that's that's I guess enough context. Wait, do you see the one in the middle thinking about taking your shirt off? He go he makes like this motion yeah. a few times, oh, but yeah. he's like, um, may, maybe not, maybe not. Then they start. I guess this is a tournament. Nobody really knows how this thing works, okay? <laughs> but I guess it's a tournament. So now they're all just standing in a huddle, trying to decide like who's on what team, which doesn't even end up coming into fruition. It's just a hot no, fucking no. mess. You see that last knob over there? Turn that. Yeah. Oh my Turn god. Turn it up, up, up. Turn the knob. Stop to the right. Will you just? Dennis, did you know that if you just put the mic down, you could still say, "Can you turn the knob up?" To this person, oh like he has God. to scream it. It makes me so mad. Let's do the following. All right. Oh my God, you guys, I'm in. Okay. Split. Split. Four seconds of eye split. contact with this me. side. <laughs> Elliot. Team battles. Okay. Miranda. Miranda. Team it is like a pre-K recess. He it, literally, he has to repeat the people's names like eight times to get their attention. Elliot, take it off. You have a better body. Shirts versus skins. You shirts. guys want to shirts versus skins? Take it off. I take it off. would be screaming at these people if I were Dennis. Screaming at them. So he gets shirtless. Salvos is like playing into it. This is hard. Oh my God. Then Salvos gets his fucking nipples. Like, that was so uncomfortable for me to watch. It's like, why? Oh, dude, why? Just weird and unnecessary. Yeah, super. So everybody's naked, basically. Uh -huh. <laughs> this is a summer. Everyone's naked and screaming. It's just nothing. It's a nothing burger. Everybody's just standing around. Nobody can focus. Then they start doing a one-on-one -on -one roast again. It's just literally like, what is going and on? None of it makes any sense. And literally, it's all of them just talking at this. It's like, you know when you have other tabs playing? Oh That's my what God, this yeah. whole show is. And you can't find like, out where it's coming from. Exactly. Like, <laughs> it's like, you literally have five different tabs and you have no idea where any of them are coming from and it won't stop. They actually end up saying, Stephen actually mentions in the podcast, 
podcast after this, but he's like, you know, it made me sad because a lot of the people that came there to enjoy it were like outside, like they couldn't actually handle it. Because that was one of the things that me and Dennis talked about. It's like, I hated to see fans outside the show not being able to, to enjoy the show yeah. for what it was. And I agree with them. Like, I, I see why that, because if someone's yelling and being disrespectful from the top of the show all the way to the bottom of the show, it makes it a hard. No structure. It was a disaster. But. We already said that if we had gone, I would have left after five minutes. Like, oh. I would have not been able to handle being there. A thousand percent. If we just skip towards the end, a bunch of confrontation happens where, like, Deaf Noodle's friends start confronting the crowd and being like, it's so weird that you guys came here just to hate. And it's all this tension, whatever. Salvos finally gets up. When it's like, you invited yeah, them. I know, but... <laughs> whatever that's when it comes into play like what you're saying where it's like do his friends know what he does and like what he says on the internet that's the thing it's like i think they know but they don't know the full extent right of it. and so salvos finally makes his way on the stage and basically he's begging for that mic he's like just give me the mic it's my time you told me i would have my time to shine and it's now and dennis begins to stall in the weirdest way like I don't even know what this is. When keep in mind, this guy flew from Ohio and yeah, he's been weird and <laughs> passionate, but there's no reason that this should not be happening yeah. right now. Like nothing has led us to believe that like the roast isn't happening. Not Savo's taking phone so calls. I, what? I, I, I know, take I'm a like, okay. Not people just I in the window smoking. Can someone tell Ernesto to watch the live stream on his phone? Right he can't because there's no audio. <laughs> He's literally just Yo, vaping Corey. in the window. Corey, oh my god, it's so hectic. Oh my god, the in and out of the door and the window. Nobody has any regard for this show anymore. Jesus Christ, the window! Okay. Who's that? Who is that? What? <laughs> literally, we've never even seen her. A new character has entered the chat this and she has come out and I guess she thinks the security guard this is cute is or I'm not sure what's happening but she's saying come backstage with us. But she's saying come backstage with us. What? Okay. So, yeah. So, I just want to take a moment. I, I, I really want to get this out. I cannot. Also, do you okay. see that it's like hot box back there? Wait, I think that's the girl that threw the drink. Because he just looked at her and said, I'm suing you. Oh, then probably. But I don't know who it is. She's never been on stage. Well, now she's somehow backstage. But also, do you see that it's just like a just a hazy cloud? Oh, no, no, no. Everybody's high as fuck. And let me tell you something. If you smoked back there, everyone in that room smoked. Because that room is nine by nine square feet. So just to explain really quick, the two people that you see in the background. I mean, I know you see many people in the background. People popping in and out. But right now, what you see in the background, on the left side, well, the left of Dennis that we're looking at, not stage left, okay, is Dennis's security guard. So Dennis's security guard is to the left. His name is Dave. And on the right is Salvos's security guard. Salvos's? How would I even say that fucking? I don't but know. But that's but his the security. Fact that they're both standing on stage and like just hanging. And you would think that they're both a part of the same security unit due to the fact that they're both wearing black shirts that have like the same looking logo, but no. Different private security. Completely firms. different. Both being underpaid for whatever <laughs> for whatever they were paid. They're both it's questioning not their life choice. Stage, folks. 
So anybody at home, if you want to be on this stage, you could be on this stage as well. It's very obvious that Salvo absolutely loves me. He can't stop making videos oh. about me. He can't stop talking about me. He had all of his oh fans. God. Oh, my God. He, he goes on his podcast afterwards and is like, oh, my God, I can't believe he would pay to be on stage to do this. They're just shitting on him as if he's so embarrassing. And I'm like. You asked you him literally to, asked do people to do it. If it was you anyone else, I would have been this. like, yeah, Dennis, I totally see where you're coming from. The fact that anyone would come to just heckle you and disrupt the show, that's ridiculous. This is what you wanted. You specifically asked for the people that hate you on the internet to come and do this. And they did it. And now you don't like it because it sucks. But then he literally tells more people to do it. It's like, well, as you can see, this is going so well. Do you want to do it too? Fast forward a little bit. He starts polling the audience to see if he should give Salvos the mic. The guy who he promised would get his time to just wait there patiently, crazy person who I invited to this venue. Now Salvos is finally on stage. It's his time. And he's polling everyone around him to see if he should give him the mic. Should Salvo get it? She, TJ, should Salvo get it? Nah. Ernesto, should Salvo get it? I think Salvo should put on his own show and then he can get a mic that way. What do you think? Hold up, hold up. I'm doing I'm it's doing a roast right. battle. Hey, listen to your security guard. What do you think Salvo should get it? You back you back this you back your man? You back your man? Let's ask his paid security. You don't know? Should Salvo get a mic? Yes. Yes. Should Salvo get a mic? Give the mic. Are we even keeping mic. tallies? Is he just waiting to get to someone that has a good enough no? No, like, he later on says that like, he's like, I, I was, you know, building it up. And like, he thinks this was some sort of genius comedic move. You know, we all have things to do, places to be. You're wasting our yeah, fucking time. Say, the tension's been built. Cut the, cut the cord. You want it so bad? Oh, so are Sal they about to make so up? What's going on? Yes, I love you, but yes. Also, I feel like Sal will piss himself. Salvo's what? Pissed himself. Oh, you think so? Yeah, it does look like he pissed himself. It goes in between for me for like being entertaining that it's so stupid and then being like annoyed. No, it triggers it my fight or flight. Like I genuinely want to throw up. Okay. All right. Why do you think, why do you think Salvo should get a mic? Well, oh, now, because now, you invited him to the roast. Now we're asking for dissertations. Just give him the fucking mic. What do you mean? Why should Salvo get a mic? Because you told him he would. They made some good points. Made some good points. I don't know. Should Salvo get a mic? Chat, one if Salvo should get a mic. Not him, only reference it. This is the first fucking time he's referenced this chat the whole show. Just to stall further. One for Salvo getting the mic, two for Salvo not Wake getting the mic. Wake me up when they decide. Let's see. Let's see what the chat says. Let's see. One, we got a few ones, some twos. Got a few ones. Oh yeah, I got a few ones. Got threes. Got twos. What do you think? Is this real? Come on. Why do you think yeah. you should have the mic? I just want <laughs> They're kicking my people out. My people are being kicked out right now, by the way. And I can't get the fucking mic because Dennis Noodles is YouTube's biggest fucking pussy. I just want to give Salvo a chance to get everything he's got to get out of his chest. So, yeah, feel free. Right ahead. You can't say go right ahead after you've stalled for 15 minutes trying not to give I him the microphone. You can't. Just, it's unbelievable like i can't believe he's a real person so salvo's finally got the mic let's see what he does all right salvo do you think on three <laughs> fuck deaf noodles oh come on fuck you know you could have had a stronger um, we, start yeah we've been fuck doing that 
Jeff New really? Right when I join in. Serve my drinks, bitch. Listen, I'm not gonna stand up here like every other hack comedian, comedian LARPer that is playing the Joe Rogan experience with the fake Joe Rogan, get on the podcast, act like they're real comedians. I'm not gonna do that. So I'm gonna monologue for about an hour about how fucking pathetic this grown man really is. Dennis Noodles, Dennis Fatozo, is a 40-year-old man. He lied about his age. <laughs> no, he's not. He's a 40-year-old man. He's a 40-year-old man. Oh, my God, he's looking. But it, Dennis just looked at the camera, and it made me die inside. I had to deal with this the whole show. You're complaining? You're, now, hold up. You're complaining about oh. a little bit of heckling? <laughs> I had to deal with this the whole show. Dennis Noodles is the only person that is able to have everybody on the Internet fucking hate him. What are they even chanting? Noodles. Okay, okay, now they're taking the microphone, the security guard for Dennis. I don't even know what the trigger was, even watching it back. Yeah, he... But he just starts getting kicked out, and that's that. It was a very anticlimactic ending. It was. He literally gets picked up and taken out. And everyone acting like they fucking won. Very anticlimactic. I don't know, even looking back for what the third time now at this point, I still don't get it. Why did he get kicked out? I mean, sure, I can name a million reasons I would have kicked him out in the beginning. Yeah, I was going to say, maybe it could have happened um, when you physically attacked him. That even would have made more sense. I just don't understand why you're going to let him sit there the entire show and then have him come on stage. And then as soon as he starts saying anything, then you make him leave. I think it's a pretty unanimous conclusion that no one here won. <laughs> I'm going to insert some clips of um, the show or the podcast or whatever the fuck they filmed after this. But it's clear to me that obviously his friends and the people who had to withstand this show, especially the guy holding the blunt that you just mentioned, are pretty upset with this kind of dynamic. And Steven also mentioned, which Steven is like his number one yes guy and commented on our last roast review. So hi, Steven, if you're watching. Um, but it's pretty clear that like nobody involved wants to be a part of this kind of dynamic. Sure, it gets attention. Sure, it gets people out. But it's not fun for anyone but here's the thing that i feel like they're not all like without any blame in this scenario because they very clearly chose to ignore what was going on like all the yeah. drama quote unquote around daft noodles and dismiss it all as being just like trolls and haters and people don't want to see him succeed <laughs> it's just hilarious to now see them all kind of change their tune because it seems like they are all starting to get a little annoyed and it's like hmm Maybe you guys should have done your research and not just signed up for this because you thought it would get you attention because Deaf Noodles had followers. Maybe you should have looked a little more into what Deaf Noodles is all about and understood why there's attention around all of these comedy events. 
it's not for your comedy, guys. Sorry to break it to you, but you're part of something that is not going to be your career starter. When I saw the podcast or whatever show that they did after, and I saw his friends, you know, expressing that they were uncomfortable. I mean, at the end of the day, they were obviously uncomfortable. It couldn't have been comfortable to be in that room. When I saw them talking to him and kind of, I mean, for what they do or how they normally act standing up to Dennis, because it wasn't actually standing up to Dennis, but it was like trying to. When I saw that, I had an inkling of hope of like, okay, well, maybe he's going to realize like, fuck, the people that are around me are uncomfortable and everybody was put in a really uncomfortable position. But afterwards, he went on Twitter and started promoting the third roast battles. And he didn't just promote them. He started saying pull up or shut up the same fucking rhetoric that got him into this and not only doing that, but using the screenshot or the screen grab, whatever the freeze frame of him pushing salvos. He, of course, Dennis naturally goes on the next day to well they film a podcast the night of and even then Dennis is like very on board they're like this was a huge success and I'm like in what world could you see this as a as a possible success that makes no sense in Dennis's world you've already mentioned a few of the things it seems like this podcast is kind of the first time that the fellow comedians kind of express that they're a little frustrated. Yeah. There's one thing to be on a stage and nobody's laughing or like people are like, it's awkward and you know, people kind of bomb. And it's another thing that like multiple assaults take place. People have to get kicked out. This guy's just there to ruin your fucking show. You have to put up with that energy. Like they were obviously like, yo, this is not cool. I genuinely don't think he gives a fuck as long as he sells tickets at this point. I don't know what kind of energy he's running on. I mean, he did use to post videos every day. So we were always like, damn, he has a lot of energy. But yeah, not only did he film like a podcast or video right after the show ended? People were like still up front of the comedy club, he said. But then he started driving to Vegas. Mm-hmm. Because Why did he do that, Jesse? Well, he elaborated on it later on. And the backstory, he says, is some random comedian that was there went up to him and was like, yo, come perform for Vegas tomorrow. I don't know if they came up to him or messaged him or something, but he was invited to Vegas. Oh, I missed that part. Yeah, so this when is did that brand new out? information. This came out like yesterday. Okay, I've been sick and kind of offline for two days. So oh, I'm girl, don't worry. I got the scoop. In. But basically, he had posted um, a video on Twitter the day after and and it was like, I drove straight to Vegas. And he shows that he's in his hotel room. He like pans and shows the view, which definitely looks like Vegas. And he tells everyone through this video that he's going to be performing at the Vegas Comedy, is it the Comedy Club? LA Comedy Club is what it's called. LA Comedy Club, sorry, yes. Along with announcing this, he links to an Eventbrite that has tickets. So a couple things here is one, the flyer looked interesting the photoshopping it was like him with his two mics <laughs> was a screenshot definitely from the show that Love night that. before then also apparently the la comedy club place doesn't um use eventbrite to sell their tickets so that was already sketchy then dennis claims eventually that it was canceled because 300, that's an actual number he used, 300 incels had called to like cause trouble and like threaten the club and stuff and get them to not do it, which makes no sense because you come to find that there was only like two or three phone calls that took place and none of them were from a threatening standpoint. They were just saying, hi, I just wanted to call. Um, Supposedly tonight you guys have this comedian performing. The people on the phone have no idea who Dennis is. They've never heard of him. 
LA Comedy Club. Yo, what's up? So I'm calling to ask if uh, I, I heard this guy, Dennis Fetosa, was performing tonight at 1130, but I clicked on the Eventbrite uh, link to buy tickets and it says the event is unavailable. Yeah, yeah, uh, he's not performing. I've never heard of the guy. You've never heard of the guy? That's weird because he's claiming on his social media account with 100,000 followers that he was performing tonight. He's been hyping up this event and tweeting out tickets and stuff. So I'm just a little confused. Yeah, I don't, I'm confused myself. I've gotten like two calls about this guy. I've never heard of him. We have a sometimes comic show up to my club expecting what we call a guest spot, which is like a quick little five minute like audition or something. Yeah. Maybe he assumed he's doing that. I don't know. I've never heard of the guy. So. Wow, it's fucking crazy, man. All right. Well, well thanks, for, thanks for letting me know at least. All right, no problem. So basically Dennis like lied about all of this. Well, but well, now, now he's coming out and claiming that someone did invite him. So he claims that this random guy comedian invited him to do this show, this lineup with him. So the person that was like listed on the flyer supposedly invited him. That's like not a thing you can do, I don't think. Well, Steven in the podcast is like, right away, that doesn't make any sense. Like he straight up just says like, that Steven doesn't even happen in this industry. Yeah, he was like telling him like, no, like I told you right off the bat, don't do that. That's like weird as fuck. From my perspective, we just had the show basically be burned down through trolls and like whatever the narrative online is going to be but in the midst of the show ending you come over to me and say bro i'm heading to vegas yeah and i'm like huh for what i got a show with who this guy back here who is this guy yeah i don't know hey we he came by last week he wants to do the show. We're going to Vegas. I think it'd be a good look. I'm thinking, no, 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 no. Like, that's not even how comedy works. If anything, I don't think this is a, an example of him lying. I think this is a perfect example of what, uh, like, just him being, like, impulsive. Like, him just being yeah. so impulsive. It's just such a good example of him being impulsive, not thinking, and being a dumbass. But what happened was he said, you know what, fuck it. I'll go and do the lineup. So he started, you know, showing the tickets and the Eventbrite stuff, whatever. Did the guy give him the Eventbrite link? Like, where did yes. that come from? Yes, so he says he didn't create it. The guy did. So then he says that he met up with the guy to like eat or something before. And then the guy started saying like weird things of like, yo, like the comedy club is feeling fishy about having you because of the things going on online. And that he started telling Dennis that and literally like gave him the runaround like three different times. And then was like, well, maybe you could do it on this day or that day or whatever. This is what Dennis claims. Dennis oh also says that he will refund anyone that bought a ticket, which is zero people. So it does genuinely seem like this is what happened, but it's such an example of like, like Dennis, can you think for two seconds? So he just yeah, was like, anyone this, like, with a brain would have realized that that wasn't a thing. Exactly. Well, Stephen was like, I was telling you it wasn't a thing. And in this podcast yesterday, Dennis goes off about Tiana. He goes off. He's suing her. I mean, what? <laughs> I know you missed a lot. I was sending her like a thousand text messages. I felt so bad, but I was like, girl, wake up. She's I, going I, down. I, I genuinely like my brain couldn't even begin to understand. So I just didn't. Yeah, he oh addresses the Tiana thing. He says he's going to sue her for slander and defamation. Love that. He was just going off about Tiana and saying like, oh, like she's so quiet, you know, when she was here and all of a sudden now she has this big personality for clout and whatever. It was like this whole thing. And she responded and now she's calling him an old man. It's like a whole thing. Oh my God. Okay, well, we'll talk about that in the next episode because holy shit, I need to watch those and catch up. It's still unraveling, but he addresses everything. Like he, almost every question we have about like Salvos and like why he didn't let him in the green room and why he didn't do this. He was just going on and on and on. And what was very interesting is Steven was literally like not having it. Good, finally. It was so frustrating because he would just start interrupting Steven and wouldn't let him talk when Steven would start like saying anything contrary to what he was saying. And it was really frustrating because that's why 
why Dennis has the people around him that he has. He just needs people to tell him yes. And that's how he's ended up where he's ended up. But it is a frustrating watch. Even just what I said earlier, I'm like, what's his end goal? What's the plan here? Like, this isn't going to last forever. I don't know. I don't know what the fuck he's doing. Everything he does is so, fr I'm so tired. I feel like I went through a marathon with this video, honestly. It's like every time you think everything's kind of like wrapping up, then it just ramps up it's yet again. It's the gift that keeps on giving. But um, hopefully you guys enjoyed this. <laughs> Lovely recap of the Super Roast Battles 2. Honestly, I think it just gave me anxiety. <laughs> Thank you, Lily, for coming back on, even though you're deathly ill. Thank you. I am bouncing back, I think. So hopefully we'll be good um, moving forward so we can keep talking about this dumpster fire that will not extinguish. Ugh. Anyway, thank you guys for watching. We love you and we'll see you on Sunday. Bye. Bye. <laughs>